Yeah, good morning. There's going to be fire and there's going to be a lot of, lot of pressure you build up there. Vicky, thank you. Today, um, today we are going to continue the series that we've been looking at. And it, it's uh, the, the topic that I have today is uh, to go through the principles of Christian faith. So basic, you know, basics of Christianity. How many, uh, is there anybody who is not Christian here? Or anybody? Uh, I'll go slow, I'll go easy. Yeah. And uh, it's, please bear with me, there's a lot of stuff to go through and a lot of, uh, uh, I, I know that uh, these are basics. And, uh, and the important thing is, I've been through uh, the preparation of this, and um, there's there's a lot. There's there's a lot. There, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff, and God spoke about a lot of different things, and you know, 90% of it is preparation, and 10% is the delivery. Okay, uh, it, it's just a, a small bit of what. Okay. 
There are three stages in Christian life. That, uh, number one, what happens when somebody becomes a Christian? You know, I was born a Christian, okay? But that doesn't make me a Christian Christian. It's a, you have to, you have to be a, become a Christian, okay? What, what does that mean? What does that involve? I, I see so many, few people here who have been born again. Uh, you know, in our church recently, and uh, it's amazing. Yeah. And you have, I know you have, you have gone through this journey, and you might have seen some of the some of the things I'm going to tell now. Right? How does how does it all begin? There is there is knowledge of God's plan of salvation. That's one. It could be any of these. I'm, I'm telling you. And hunger, hunger for God's word. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, when the cloth, when the kerchief, or when, when something is dirty, you bring the cloth to the light, near the light. You see what you see? You see more dirty or clearer. That's the consciousness of sin. Yeah. And, and uh, we also get the humble spirit. Humble spirit. And we, internally or externally, there's going to be a change in the behavior. Absolutely, there is a strong desire to enhance the kingdom of God. Right? Do you agree with that? Or is it something? So, I know a few people who have been through this, and at least one of them, one of these points should have touched you. And that's the beginning. And the next, uh, next phase, next phase of the Christian life, Christianity, is the identity. And purpose. What is our identity? Who are we? 1 Peter 2 9. Yeah. But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of Him who called you out of darkness into His wonderful light. Sometimes it's easy to forget who we are. Sometimes it's easy to go through life, deal with stuff every day. But we have to remember, we are chosen people and a royal priesthood. That's, that's astonishing. That's a very simple Bible verse there, but it's profound. That's our identity. Right? God, God has selected you and me out of all the groups of the world, all the nations, everywhere in the world, for a very, very special reason. Yeah. And we have been anointed in the oil of gladness to serve his represent as a representative on earth. We have been selected, called, chosen, consecrated, and set apart for a very, very particular purpose. And the purpose is at the end of this uh, this verse is to declare the praises of Him. Yeah. That's uh, you know that's that's profound. That's our identity as a Christian. And the, and the third part, the first part is beginning how we begin as a Christian. And the second part is knowing the purpose and identity 
And the third part, which most of us are, 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 are in the journey of it, is maintaining and developing in Christian life. So, let, let me let me give you a little testimony, a couple of minutes. We have a challenge, we have a challenge here, two minute testimony, one minute testimony. Just, just, uh, I was born and raised in a Christian family. My dad, my granddad, my granddad's granddad was a Christian all over the whole. After completing my university, uh, I was did some jobs and you know, after some time I was jobless. And uh, so once uh, you have bad uh, company and bad situations and I was so depressed, I was so you know, aimless and I don't know what was going on. So but being a Christian, I went to this random church somewhere in Hyderabad, right? That's where I was looking for jobs and somewhere. And because it's Sunday and I'm a Christian, you know, went to church, sat, sat at the back of the church. I don't know who the preacher was, what's going on. The preacher was preaching and
Yeah, I'm going to 
go through a few things quickly. Prayer builds our relationship with Jesus. Right? Christianity is not about following certain rules and not doing certain things and doing certain things. No, no, no. Christianity is about relationship. Yes, there are commands, there are rules. But we don't become Christians because we are following those rules. That's the beauty of it. We are not Christians because we, well, we do certain things in a certain way and we follow certain rules. Now, we become Christians because we receive Christ in our hearts. Who loves us, died for us, and lives and dwells among us every single day. And, and prayer helps us overcome temptation. Anybody, anybody have any experience of, uh, you know, when you are tempted? Prayer helps you. Jesus has. Yeah. Jesus and Apostles in uh, Luke 22, 39. You don't have to open it. Jesus and Apostles. They went to, you know, the night before he was arrested. He, and all, all, the, all his disciples went to, went to Olive Grove uh, called Gatsamane. They left out troubled and confused because they've seen and heard so many things on that night during supper. Yeah. He knows in, in verse 40, he says, he knows what was going on in their mind. He says, in order that you may not enter into temptation, what did, what did he say? What did he mean simply that prayer would be their strength, strength to counter temptation, fear, discouragement, and horror that they would experience very, you know, in a few hours time. Right. And the temptation, not only for the, for the disciples, think about himself, right? The, the temptation would have been, okay, these guys or anybody wouldn't appreciate it, and uh, they'll all forget it, what he's going to do. And many will ridicule him, and many will uh, trample God's salvation underfoot, and how can I, so imagine if this is Jesus, how can I bear the sins of Sodom? How can I bear the sins of many of Hitlers in the, in the world, right? And many people who abuse, who molest children, and so many things. The whole of it is going to bear. Maybe there is another cup. Maybe there is another way. Maybe we can sit together with God and Holy Spirit and let's talk over it and maybe make another plan. This is greater temptation than what the disciples were facing. Yeah, this is this is this is the history. This is the destiny of the entire human being, human race. Whether he can go with this cup or not. What did he choose? He did exactly what he told his disciples to do. He prayed. And, and uh, 
facing. The prayer was, the prayer was intense. So the Bible, the, the Bible here in verse six says that his sweat was bloody, dripping the flow that would come tomorrow. He was in such agony. In answer, an angel became visible to help him bear up under the strain. And in verse forty-six it says, "Pray that you may not enter into temptation." It's it's incredible. The the, the first one is building the relationship with Jesus. And the second one is to overcome temptation through prayer. The third one I'm going to tell you, this is, uh, this one, many of us do, and, uh, uh, and I certainly do. List out all the things that I want from God, and I pray, I pray totally. Honestly, I pray and put the things together and, and say, okay, Jesus, what's your will in all this? Again, Jesus faced the same choices. All right. I, I'm, I'm centering a, a whole message around Jesus because uh, this, this is, uh, that's the standard we're looking for. Okay. So the, the, the list, Jesus had this situation where hundreds of followers are there. And he wanted to make a decision about the disciples, about the apostles, who to be called apostles. Okay. Perhaps if I was Jesus, I would have chosen Peter. James is my brother, so not sure. Thomas is a bit doubtful, isn't it? So I'm not sure. Maybe he would have made the list, but I, I would have made a mental list of people I want, there are hundreds of them, and, and then Jesus, he prayed on the night, okay? So what he, you know, Jesus knows everything, then he chose to pray. The, the way he did it is, and, and perhaps that's, that's a lesson for all of us, if you aren't in that way, certainly a lesson to me. Prayer is 
spiritual warfare. We're not fighting anybody here, right? Who are we fighting? We are fighting spiritually. Ephesians 6, 10 to 20, the, 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 it lists out the God's arsenal of weapons. Okay. Paul, he waits until verse 18 and releases the ultimate weapon. You know what that weapon is? Persistent prayer. The armory is not complete with that weapon. And, and uh, we get out there and fight the battle with that weapon. This, this is amazing. The, the next point I'm going to tell you is amazing and close to my heart. The worship. In Christianity, after prayer, or maybe before, or I don't know, worship is, uh, you know, God loves worship. Uh, in Job, Job is the first book that was written, right? Uh, Job uh, 38. It says that God was laying foundations to the earth, okay? That means the creation, right? Uh, Genesis 1, in the beginning, God. He was laying foundation for the whole of the universe, for, whole, for everything. For this light 
momentary affliction. The verse talks like that in Corinthians 4, 17. He says, all this is light. I, I wouldn't have lost the first law, you know. Uh, and he says, all of this, the, the attitude is, all this is light and momentary. And momentary, why are you saying this momentary is? He's weighing the eternal glory with what he's having here. And when we compare it from there to this, what he says is, it's nothing. Paul knew that no matter how much it hurt in the here and now, it was as nothing compared to the hope and healing that he would experience for eternity in the presence of his Savior. We have been lately talking in, 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 our, in our church about discipleship. Okay? We have a model in, in Acts, in the New Testament in Acts. Uh, verse, uh, Acts 2, verse 42 to 47. Okay. What did what did the early church do? They listened to teaching, enjoyed worship, shared meals, had corporate prayers. They had miraculous experiences, etc., etc. Discipleship is all about these, right? The, these are the foundations, these are the principles. And Hebrew 13, it, it says how to be a disciple. Okay? I'm going to read out a couple of a few, few things, but I'm not going to read all chapter 13, but just brotherly love. Hospitality, sympathy, personal purity, contentment, confidence, intercession, stability. And I believe, you know, you know, in this church and in this day and age, in this year, we are moving in that right, in that direction. Right into that heart of it. Discipling. So let me come back to the kite again. Imagine these principles and many more in the Bible. We keep reading. God is going to speak to us right in, in, in the right time, the right place, into the situation, into the circumstance. God has done it in my life, and I know He will do it too. Think of all these principles and the word of God as a piece of string. By holding tight to the string. I have been tied to the string. We can fly up into the heavens. That's the kind, yeah. you know. The, the other important thing, the basic principle, the basic principle of Christianity, right here. Ready? Do you want to share? I know I haven't, I haven't uh, even touched the core, but I didn't even scratch the surface because the, the, the Word of God is so deep and the Word of God is so powerful and, uh, uh, and rich. These are only little principles that in my experience as a Christian for just over 15 years 
I'm sure God is going to take me a bit deeper along with you guys. And I'm sure God will have all of us to go a bit 